in this bulletin, South Australia's emergency authorities say the flood peak has been reached at Renmark. Dating app operators to meet with the federal government and discuss new safety measures. And in sport, the fleet sets sail for the 77th edition of the Sydney to Hobart Yacht Race. Good afternoon from the SBS newsroom. I'm Peggy Giacomelos. The flood peak has been reached at Renmark in South Australia, but emergency authorities say it will take two to three weeks before this makes its way down to the far end near Wellington. South Australia State Emergency Services Operational Manager Sarah Polford says many of the broken flood levees have been repaired, but some were unable to be fixed. About 4,000 properties across the length of the river are expected to be inundated, and more than 1,100 have been flooded so far. Dating app operators will meet with the federal government to discuss safety measures and areas for potential law reform. Communications Minister Michelle Rowland has announced she will meet with representatives in the new year and says online safety has become a growing community concern. Ms Rowland first met with representatives in November after a survey by the Australian Institute of Criminology revealed high rates of sexual violence, stalking, assault an unwanted sharing of explicit images on online dating services. Three quarters of survey respondents had been victims of some form of online sexual violence in the past five years. It comes as this month the New South Wales man was charged with the murder of a woman he met online, with police alleging he had a long history of domestic violence. The government is preparing to work with dating apps to improve safety using knowledge from police domestic violence experts and victim survivors. At least six people have died and two others have been injured after a passenger bus drove off a bridge and plunged into an overflowing river in the northwest of Spain. The accident, which occurred on Christmas Day local time, left only two survivors who were taken to nearby hospitals with various injuries. The vehicle's 63-year-old driver tested negative for drugs and alcohol as search and rescue operations around the bridge have now concluded. The bus skidded off a straight road on the bridge for reasons that remain unclear and plunged into the water, falling at least 40 metres. The regional president of Galicia, Alfonso Rueda, pointed to the very bad weather conditions as one of the possible causes of the accident. There had already been statements from a neighbour who said that there was an accident, but by the time they received them about the bus, logically everything rushed and immediately launched the rescue operation. And that's probably what resulted in two of the people. You see the images. It's terrible and astonishing what happened with the bus. It's astonishing that two people have survived. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is warning Russia will not stop its attacks as the new year approaches. President Zelensky addressed the Ukrainian people on Christmas night. We must be aware that our enemy will try to make this time dark and difficult for us. Russia lost everything it could this year, but it is trying to compensate for its losses with the gloating of its propagandists after rocket attacks on our country and on our energy. I know the darkness will not prevent us from leading the occupiers to their new defeats, but we have to be ready for any scenario. 
This comes as Russian President Vladimir Putin once again said that Russia was willing to engage in talks with Kiev and its Western allies, who he says are refusing. The Kremlin added that his goal in the war in Ukraine was to unite the Russian people and argued that Ukrainians and Russians are one people, undermining Kiev's sovereignty. The Ukrainian city of Kherson was bombarded with attacks on Christmas Day, with the death toll rising to 16 and a further 64 injured, according to Ukrainian military sources. To sport and supermaxis, Andrew Kamachi and Hamilton Island Wild Oats each opted to take a penalty turn inside the first 20 minutes as the fleet set sail for the 77th edition of the Sydney to Hobart race. Lion Honours favourite Andrew Kamachi took their penalty turn inside the first few minutes with the suggestion they might have hit a mark. The boat was later seen flying a protest flag. Oates took their penalty turn later, but only after a a debate between skipper Mark Richards and other senior crew members. Skipper Jimmy Spithill, who holds the race record on Comanche, gave a rundown of the race conditions just before the fleet set sail. He told Channel 7 that the prime conditions mean any of the four favourites could make history and shatter the record. Well, that fog that was out here this morning has well and truly cleared, and what's left is a picture-perfect day here. Nice little 10 to 12 knot nor'easter. That's forecast to build as we make our way to start time, but it's looking like an epic run down the coast. I think any one of these four could get it done. A big driver to that will be what happens tonight and whether they maintain that stronger, fresher northeasterly as they get into the following day. But all in all, looking like a fantastic race. Can't wait to see how it plays out. That's the latest from the SBS Newsroom. I'm Peggy Giacomelos. And if you're looking for some holiday listening, check out our suite of podcasts, including SBS News In Depth and Change Agents.